John chapter 21, verse 15 through 22. And my version reads, when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third, a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you would fasten your own belt and you would go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. And after this, he said to him, follow me. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them. And he said, he was the one who had reclined next to Jesus at supper and said, Lord, who is it that will, is going to betray you? And when Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about him? And Jesus said to him, if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? Follow me. In my version of the Bible, there's an exclamation point here. Jesus talking to Peter, follow me, not everybody else. Follow me. This morning, we're going to talk briefly from the topic of no matter what. No matter what. God, we just come this morning um, during this preaching moment as we continue to worship you, continue to lift you up, continue to turn our consciousness and our minds towards you. We just ask that as this word goes forth, that it goes forth in the energy and the spirit in which you gave it. We pray now that anything that needs to be highlighted and illuminated, that you would do it in your own way on this morning. We pray for these, your people who have set aside time and decided not to multitask, but have sat down to listen to your word this morning and to give you the time due to you. God, we know that there's a healing that comes through the word. We know that there is a deliverance that comes through your word. We know that there is a peace that comes through your word. And so God, we open ourselves up this morning to you and only you, and we set an intention to worship you. In your son, Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Amen. The context of today's passage, uh, those that were in the sanctuary on last Sunday, you already know that in John's gospel, uh, he highlights his return and shows where Jesus appears to Mary in the garden, right? And so there's this time between the resurrection and the ascension that Jesus appears to his disciples. And so we have where he appears to Mary. Then he appears later to the disciples when they're all locked in the house out of fear of Roman soldiers. And at that time, Thomas wasn't there. 
But then he appears to the disciples again at the house while Thomas is there. And in today's text, he has appeared to the disciples after they are out fishing on the Sea of Tiberias. He only appears to about seven of them that are with Peter. Peter said, I'm going fishing. And about six of them said, okay, Peter, but well, we're going to go with you. And they fished and toiled all night. And Jesus appears to them. And after they had caught these fish and ate breakfast and all that happened in that text, Jesus begins to have such a rich dialogue with Peter. And I call it a rich dialogue with Peter because this dialogue is what changes the trajectory of Peter's ministry. It changes uh, Peter's outlook. And we will see and find in this text that the post, the pre-resurrection Jesus and the post-resurrection Jesus are two different people. And we began to wonder even out of the vo devotion that we saw Mary last Sunday, when we get to the book of Acts, we see a, a type of devotion from Peter, a type of leadership and boldness from Peter. And we have to wonder what brought this about in Peter. Many would suppose that one that had followed Jesus for three years, many would question, why is Jesus continuously asking this man, Peter, do you love me? Why is he questioning the devotion of Peter? Well, before the resurrection, Peter's words and his actions were not in harmony. You ever met anybody that their words to you and their actions towards you were not in harmony, meaning that they said one thing, but when times got hard, they did another. And that's what we find out about Peter. And that is why today, before Jesus ascends, he has to set some things straight, specifically with Peter. Because if we think about Peter, Peter was a part of that inner circle. We know that Jesus had 12 male disciples, but there were three that Jesus gave special attention to and allowed them to see things that the others did not see. When Jesus was um, transfigured on the Mount of Transfiguration, it was Peter, James, and John with Jesus. When he healed Jairus' daughter, he put everybody out the house, but Peter, James, and John. And there are other miracles that Jesus did, other things that Jesus did that he only allowed Peter, James, and John with him to observe those things. And so we found in John 13, where they're at the table and Jesus tells Peter, for those taking notes, it's John 13, 37. Peter tells Jesus, God, I'll lay down my life for you. Jesus, I will lay down my life for you. And by the time we get to John 18 and 10, Peter has cut off the high priest slave's ear. But then by the time we get five verses from him cutting off the high priest servant's ear, we find Peter denying that he even knows Jesus. And while Jesus is going through this trial and persecution, Peter's on the outside. And when people began to ask him, do you know him? Aren't you one of his followers? Peter says, no, I don't know the man. And so he does it once. He does it again in chapter um, verse 25. He says he denies Jesus again. And in verse 27, the third time he denies Jesus. And so that's why we find Jesus this morning asking Peter three questions, three times. Peter, do you love me? I mean, answer the question straight up, because when they asked you three times, did you know me when I was being persecuted? 
Your answer was no. So I want to ask you now that you've seen me resurrected, do you love me? And Jesus said, if you love me, feed my sheep. If you're going to be my disciple, if you love me, what you have been called to do takes priority. <laughs> priority, priority. Peter, do you love me? Although in verse 17, we find that Peter felt hurt, but we have to understand that clarity is necessary for reconciliation. Clarity is necessary for reconciliation. And so Jesus is basically saying, I need to know where we stand. If I'm going to entrust some things to you as I go back to the Father, I really need to know where we stand. Peter, do you love me? And this morning, I just really want you to put your name in the slot. Eva, do you love me? And if you love me, feed my sheep. Darrell, do you love me? Then be about my father's business. Put your name in the question. Do you love Jesus? And see, the question becomes, if we really look at verse 15, Jesus asked Simon Peter. He starts off asking him, verse 15, do you love me more than these? Do you love me? more than the, Jesus is setting a priority, right? We talked about it last Sunday as we repented before uh, putting the things that God gave us and the people uh, that God gave us, putting them before God, prioritizing them before God, right? And that is something God is not pleased with. Um, there is no relationship that outweighs your relationship with God, even for those that are married. Um, there is no relationship that outweighs the call of God on your life and your relationship with God. And so verse 15, if you've got your Bible, I want you to open it so you know that Pastor Eve is not making anything up. Jesus asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And, and people may say, well, what do you mean by these? The only people there were other disciples. The other thing, the only thing, the other, other thing that happened was that they had been fishing. So was he talking about the fish? Was he talking about the disciples? Any way it goes, it doesn't matter. Jesus is saying, do you love me more than these? And I don't know what your these is, but do you love me more than this thing? Do you love me more than your fear? Do you love me more than your emotions that you will prioritize what I have called you to do above it? And so Peter's love, he says, yes, I love you, but look at what Jesus says, then feed my sheep. We as disciples, are called to follow Jesus. We are called to follow Jesus. And I want us to go back to the text. And if we get around to verse 19, he says, after this, he said to him, follow me. Well, that was the very first thing when Jesus called Simon Peter from fishing. When he called and made him a disciple, he said, follow me. And now before he ascends, he's telling Peter, follow me. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so we see this, this, this change in Peter. For those of you who have read the book of Acts, we know the boldness and the leadership that Peter shows. <laughs> he is an apostle. And, and, you know, people would like to add names, a chief apostle, 
whatever you want to call it. But before the resurrection, Peter, his behavior and his words did not match. And after the resurrection, we see a different Peter. And after this conversation, this reconciling conversation with Jesus, we see a different Peter. Look at how Jesus handles Peter in his correction. He corrects him in love. He does not demote him, but there is a point of correction. Sometimes we look and we think that correction must not come, may not come. But when we are in a discipler and disciple relationship, there are times that correction will and must come. But it matters how the correction is done. Here's the thing. We are all going to disappoint God and we're going to disappoint others at some point. Right. But we must remember that reconciling requires clarity. And that's what Jesus was doing this morning. He was getting clarity from Peter. So you denied me three times. Well, let me ask you three times. Do you love me? And I need, if you love me, I need you to follow me. And I need you to do what I called you to do. I need you to be on purpose and in purpose. And I need you to take it seriously because I'm not going to be, although he had told them many times, but I'm not going to be here always. And so you need to really get in the game and follow me. That is the first call of every disciple to follow Jesus, Jesus's will and the way of Jesus. And so this pre-resurrection and this post-resurrection Peter are two different pe people. And that's why I asked you last Sunday in the sanctuary, have you seen the risen Lord? It does us no good to come in and shout and fall out and scream if we have not seen Jesus for ourselves. Mm. This inner circle that had spent so much time with Jesus, even the inner circle sometimes has to receive correction. And we can't assume that people understand how things should go because Peter hadn't been in training for three years and you get to a certain point where it's like, okay, Let's let's move. But he takes this time and he communicates. And that's one way that we keep unity is by having an open line of communication. And when things need to be lined up, shifted, that we can communicate about those things. Because if Peter was going to have to lead in the absence of Jesus, then he needed to know the heart of Jesus. If you love me, follow me. If you love me, stay committed to your assignment. There shouldn't be a person, place, or thing that outweighs our love for Jesus. Jesus is helping us today to prioritize our walk. And Peter's assignment was to feed sheep. He was no longer a fisherman, but to feed and to nurture and to care for and to give the word to, to lead those that were following Jesus. That was Peter's assignment. But what is your assignment this morning? What is your assignment this morning? Now, when we get down to verse 20, I want you to really pay attention 
Verse 20 says, Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them. He was the one who had reclined next to Jesus at the supper and said, Lord, who is it that is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to him, Lord, what about him? And here's where Jesus set the, sets the record straight again. Jesus said to him, if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? Follow me. This is another point of clarity for Peter. Peter is looking around and sees another disciple following behind him. Now, Jesus has already told Peter. He's alluded to the way that Peter will lose his life. And according to tradition, Peter was crucified. But he alludes up in verse 18, the way that Peter would actually lose his life, right? But Jesus, he's, he sees, he's given Peter this, reminding him of his commission, reminding him of what he is to do and to follow Jesus. And Peter looks around and says, well, what about him, Lord? And Jesus says, if it is my will that he remains alive until I return back from heaven, what is that? to you. Follow me. So often we get so concerned about what other people are doing or not doing, right? We're in a season where some are choosing to stay at home. They're on the live stream, even though the sanctuary is open twice a month. That's a choice. People, that's a choice a person is making. And so I don't get frazzled or dazzled about that because God sees and God knows. I don't may not know the ins and outs of what's happening in that person's life if they said nothing, anything to me. But the, the main point is that follow me. You've got your assignment. And if you need a lot of people present in order to do your assignment, then obviously you didn't take the charge from Jesus. And so what we need to do is to begin to focus in on what God has called us to do and do it to the best of our ability and do it in excellence, not perfection. But we do need to serve God in excellence and focus on what God has called us to do. So often we can get distracted by what the people even in the house with us are doing. We can get distracted with what the people on our job are doing. And Jesus is saying, follow me. You've got to love me to a point. That despite what they do, despite how they act, despite the um, the contrast you may see between their words and their actions, you follow me. And that can be a hard pill to swallow. But Jesus says, follow me. Look at verse 22. My Bible has an exclamation point. I don't know what your Bible has, but Jesus says, basically he said, I don't know what that is to you that somebody else why are you worried about what I call them to do? Well, you, you clearly haven't caught the memo, the full memo of what I asked of you. And so follow me. And that's what God is saying to us this morning. Follow me. This conversation, this, this clarifying, very direct, this is a very di direct conversation. Jesus is not beating around the bush. He's got Peter one-on-one. And he's very direct with Peter. He's saying, follow me. And the thing about it, Peter knew he had gotten it wrong. Peter knew that he was willing to kill for Jesus, but he was, wasn't willing to go through the persecution that Jesus went through. He wasn't willing to say, I know him. I'm one of his disciples on Jesus, on the most toughest days of Jesus. He was nowhere to be found. 
but this reconciling and correcting conversation causes a pivot in Peter's ministry. Jesus didn't, Peter didn't get demoted by Jesus. He didn't lose his title. He didn't lose his assignments, but he got corrected and pulled back in line. He got restored. And Jesus restored him directly, but in love. And for those of us who are in leadership, we have to learn how to restore people in love. We don't have to beat around the bush, but correct people in love and seek reconciliation and restoration. There's a song that is out um, right now. I don't know if you all have heard it, but it would be great if you go and listen to it this week. Um, it's by Maverick City and it's called You Can Have My Heart. You can have my heart. And they're basically saying to God, you can have my heart. You can have everything. And at some point in our lives, we have to get to a point where we tell God you can have everything. Everything that nothing comes before you. Because we will quickly find the moment we start allowing anything to come before Jesus and building altars to people, places, and things, instead of laying them on the altar before God, we will find that very thing crumble in order to bring contrast in our life and for Jesus to ask us the question, do you love me? Because obviously, if something was a priority above me, what does that say about your love for me? What does that say about your love for me? No matter what, today is the, that's the title of the sermon if you haven't caught it. No matter what, I will follow Jesus. No matter who's with me, who's not with me, I will follow Jesus. That's what God really wants to hear from us. No matter what. And that's the message of today. That's the message we're going to hear again on next week. No matter what. Do not allow society and systems and social media have you thinking that you have got to go about life in a way that is contrary, that is in contrast, that is at odds with the way and the path of Jesus. If you're going to get anything in life, you ought to want it God's way. You ought to want it in alignment. You ought to want it without confusion. You ought to want it in peace and with uh, clarity that it is of God and that you didn't have to manipulate anything to get what God gave you because anything that God gives us doesn't require manipulation on our part, doesn't require uh, stepping down at, on our part. And so, question of the morning is the same question that God that Jesus asked Simon Peter do you love me and if you love Jesus there's something to say about the priority that Jesus and the things of Jesus have in your life amen Amen. I want to give a couple of announcements before we close 